Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Today I'm going to talk about a really important topic. The reason why I'm going to talk about this, this topic certainly applies to everyone watching this video. And the reason why is that, unfortunately, I have some very bad news to tell you. And this is like 100% you're going to die, right? So um, no one has not, not died, right? So this is not a probability thing. You're definitely going to be dying. We don't know when you're going to die and we don't know what you're going to die of. So what we clearly don't know now is when is your last day. We don't know when is your last day. Um, having said that, it's a probably, hello, Adrian Bo, how are you? Um, so it probably is a pretty good strategy to actually live your life with the assumption that tomorrow could be your last day. And in fact, it will be for some people, um, most likely. Um, Facebook, it says, is not working. It appears to be working on my end. Um, so uh, if you're not having any luck on Facebook, just join on Insta. Um, so good evening, Marie. So what we clearly know is that, you know, the most valuable thing that you actually have is, is not your house, um, is not your actual salary. It's actually time. It's a non-renewable resource. You know, the moment that we have right now can never be, um, recycled. That's gone. This, 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 this moment, in fact, Right now, everyone has just got one minute closer to their death. Yes, Andy Overman, Sydney FC did win when I left the score. It was 3-1. So um, what I'd like to talk to you about is research that's come from Bonnie Ware. So what Bonnie Ware did is she wanted to add some meaning to her life. And what she chose to do is leave her job that was uh, pretty much left her in uh, a coma uh, quite boring, no meaning, and she started looking after people in palliative care in their final days. And um, what she talked about was, thank you Federico, what she talked about was the research that she did looking after people as they were dying. And she found that there were six common themes. And what I want to do is actually talk about these six themes because you may have the opportunity to not have these regrets by knowing about them tonight. This is why this, to me, is one of my most important rants because there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity tonight as you're watching this Sunday night rant that you may take action because when you reverse engineer your life and you're living at your last minute of your last day on this planet, I don't want you to be the person that says, I regret. Because today can be the beginning of you having no regret by you being um, immersed with information that can help you make such a better decision. So guys and girls, let's get moving and let's start talking about the six biggest regrets in research that was provided by Bonnie Ware, an Australian researcher, by the way. So the first regret was not that much of a regret, but it was more a realization that most people, most people on their deathbed said that they felt that time had gone amazingly fast.
right? They'd gone amazingly fast. They said that it seemed to have happened to a blink of an eye. Now, this was people, whether they were 30 years of age, 50 years of age, or 80 years of age, they actually just felt that time had gone by very, very fast. Hey, Nick Carr, how are you going? So what we clearly know is that this, that even though your days may drag on, and even though you may feel that sometimes that time goes so slow, what we clearly know is in the final days of your life, as you're watching your life go by, you begin to realize how amazingly quick it had actually happened. So rule number one is understand Never ever believe there's such thing as an unimportant moment. And I want to let you know that your days are your life in miniature. Remember that. Your days are your life in miniature. And what it means by this is that you should never ever feel the obligation to waste any time with morons, waste any time doing things that you absolutely hate, waste any time doing things that really inside are draining. So that is rule number one, that your time is going to fly, that you will be remembering the conversation you're having today on your deathbed and say, shit, it was that Sunday night, that last week of summer in 2018, and it was not that long ago. Rule number two, rule number two, regret number two, sorry. The regret number two of people was this. They wish they had the courage. They wish they had the courage to live a life that was true. They basically said that they had shaped their lives to form the opinions of others. During the week, I made a statement on social media, which is this, that a lion never loses sleep of the opinion of sheep. And what I mean by that is that one of the things I'd love you to get in your life, and it's something that I've worked and I struggled a long time, because for many, many years of my life, I did have this addiction and need to have the approval of others. But once you reach self-awareness, what actually happens is you let go of the need of being concerned about how others perceive you. They are going to judge you anyway. Just do your thing. Whether you do your thing or their thing, they're going to judge you. May I also say to you that what we clearly know is that you should be a little bit more on the riskier side in life. And the reason why is the mortality rate for those that play it safe and the mortality rate for those that play it risky is exactly the same. It's 100%. So what we clearly know is that the people in their final hours on a deathbed said they wish they had the courage to live a life that was true to theirs. I know, for instance, hey, Stevie Georgiakis, wolves, again, as Steve says, wolves do not give a fuck about the opinions of sheep. And while we're talking about good one-liners, I had to sit through a one and a half hour conference this week listening to someone that I thought was incompetent, a fraud, a liar, and 
there was a big audience. And what I walked out was with this. I learned nothing from that person, but I learned this. It's incredible how powerful a stupid person can be in a large crowd. I'll repeat it. It is incredible how powerful a stupid person can be in a large crowd. Whether it's Hitler, um, whether it's Barnaby Joyce, whether it's a person that you're sitting at a training course, whether it's a real estate agent that is up on social media that has bought 20,000 fake likes, has got no fucking sales on the board and spends their time telling people how to do deals. Whether it's that. Whether it's the financial planner who has got an assets and liability statement that looks dreadful. Whether it's the businessman who's got a profit and loss statement that would make you vomit. What I'm getting at is it's just extraordinary what a group of people can make to a stupid person in an audience. But what I'd like to say to you is the courage to live your life. Like I know, for instance, of Greek origin, Greek people have got this thing. What are people going to think? What are people going to think? And it's not just in the Greek culture. It's in many cultures where people have this obsession that they're worried. What will people think? May I say to you and remind you, whatever they're thinking, one thing's for sure, they're not going to be paying your fucking mortgage. So that is the second regret. They wish they'd had the courage to live their lives. So I'm hoping that's a wake-up call. Guys and girls, it's a wake-up call. If you have been having your life shaped by the opinions of others, maybe now's the time to break out of those shackles. Number three, they wish they had worked not as hard. This is an interesting one. They wish they had not worked as hard. Again, this is research from hundreds of hours of people being interviewed in their dying days. They wish they hadn't worked as hard. What they wish they did was this. They wish that their job had not defined them. They wish they didn't want to have their self-identity based on what their job was. They wish they had something outside of their job. And the reason why is this. It's very simple. When you have nothing else in your life, you have a shallow life. When you are a chief executive and nothing else, you take that CEO role, who the fuck are you? When you're an incredible fucking soccer player, you're an incredible soccer player. When you take that away from you, who the fuck are you? When you are an entertainer and you are no longer the flavor of the month, who are you? When you are a fucking model that's looking hot between 23 and 30 years of age, who the fuck are you at 39? The point I'm making is you are not your job. So remember that. And what I think this means in the work by Bonnie Ware is that it's a case of making sure that you loved your work, you had what I call work-life integration. 
Some people call it balance. But all we're saying is, how important is it going to be when you're 87, as you're going to a deep sleep permanently, that you say to yourself, I remember winning top agent of the year in 2017 because I worked 80 hours a week. Will that be the thing that made you most happy in your final days? Question to think. Number four, they regretted they did not express themselves more. They regretted they did not express themselves more. They wish they forgave people. That's what it means. They wish they did not hold a grudge. They wish they let go of the hatred that they had towards someone. You see, it's very simple. When you're dying, you have no energy. And it is this point that you let go and you forgive. And forgiveness sets you free. So what's the learning here? If you're a guy or girl that's watching this now, that has got tension or an actual argument with their sibling, may I say that you make amends. May you make amends. I have to tell you, I had a wonderful afternoon this afternoon. This afternoon, I went over, I spent five hours at my parents' place, I was with my brother, together we sat on the sofas, we had a snooze, we watched YouTube together, we laughed and reminisced about things and I have to tell you I drove home and I just really enjoyed those four or five hours. The reason I share this is as an auctioneer, many times with deceased estates, I see siblings argue over property. It makes me sick. It makes me think to myself, what would the, their father or their mother do watching their kids argue about the proceeds of that property? Guys or girls, I'm telling you straight, you entered this planet on a particular day with zero and you're going with zero. So what I'd like to say to you guys and girls is learn to express more how you feel. Maybe today is the wake-up call that you go and you actually make amends with people you've told to fuck off. That would mean a lot to me. Many of you know. I'm at the stage of my life which I call the afternoon. From ambition to meaning. Hello, Con Mythos Dumaris. By the way, can I just say to you that during the week, I had arguably the best meal I've had in a very long time at Bar Italia. And trust me, I'm not a product pusher. But I went into Bar Italia and I was starving. I drank two uh, Lazy Yaks. And I've got to tell you, I really enjoyed steak and vegetables. Absolutely beautiful. We'll be back there. Guys and girls, 
Let me move on to number five. And this one, yes, Bar Italia is in Leichhardt. It's an institution. It's actually more popular than fucking Leichhardt itself. Number five. They wish they'd stayed in touch with friends. They wish they'd stayed in touch with friends. This was the next regret. They wish they stayed in touch with friends. And the reason why is it was heartbreaking for people in their final days to not be able to reach out to people that they'd been close throughout their life. You see, you've got to understand, our friend, Codmithel says it was four beers. Correct, it was. It was a bought a six-pack. I had four and someone else had one and um, someone else shared one. But it doesn't really matter because what matters, Con, was this. We enjoyed it, which is one of the things that this rant's about. The fact is that life is going to come so quick that what I'd like you to all do, guys and girls, is to understand that one of my big learnings for here is to remind you to never feel guilty about making yourself being happy. I want you to understand, wake up, get off the coma that you've been in 35 years, get off the sofa and understand that time is a non-renewable resource. Time is running out. So don't feel guilty to make yourself happy and happy is a choice. But let me get back to regret number five. Regret number five is this. Regret number five is this. They wish they'd stayed in touch with friends. And the reason why is a friend is a witness to your life. A friend is a witness to your life. And what it means potentially to the guys or girls here is to actually, you know, it takes time and effort to keep friendships going. And take it from me, I am probably one of the worst culprits in this. I'm a person that got immersed so much in work. I'm probably, you know what, this rant is a rant that would have been good for me to have actually watched myself 15, 20 years ago. I just got immersed in work and I made a business whole built on me. And at the end of the day, you know, between SMSs, emails, notifications, you know, Susan knows the amount of speaking gigs and the amount of auctions and the amount of commitments that we just don't take on. It's out of control. But it's giving me an opportunity to understand and start living some of these principles in my life. And I want to say to you, friends, and Georgie Soros always reminds me, you know, you should make an effort. So that was regret number five. Let's go to regret number six, and then we're done. And by the way, if you like this rant, press that share button, tag someone, because the biggest compliment you can give me is the validation that what I said resonates with you, enough for you to actually give it to someone else. Number six, they wish they'd let themselves be happier. That's the last one. They wish they did not have to feel guilty and an obligation um, to spend time with people that made them feel weak or unloved or inadequate or insecure. I want you to know that making yourself happier is a choice. And it is a simple thing, and that is, what gets scheduled gets done. You can schedule the most beautiful day that you'd want. Simply 
Write things into your diary that bring you joy. Write into your diary, go to the Bay Run. Write into your diary an hour massage on a Friday afternoon, getting ready for your Saturday open for inspections. Write into your diary things that give you joy. So guys and girls, in summary, let me tell you, tell people that matter to you that you love them and appreciate them. Never feel guilty about making yourself happy. Stay in contact with your friends. Stop just being your job and start being a person. And the last thing I was going to say to you is this, guys. Pretend it's the last day of your life, the last hour. Will you die with regrets or will you die going to sleep knowing that you lived your best life. Guys and girls, thank you for your attention. Real Estate Gym members, tomorrow night at 8.30, we will see you. Um, we've got a great interview with Matt Grice, one of my clients. He's 26 years of age and he made 150 sales in the last 12 months. 150 sales in Tasmania from a 26-year-old. That's who we'll be doing. And... Um, Everyone knows how pumped I'm about the real estate gym and Susan and I are working on our real estate gym app which is going to be giving you push notifications on scripts, dialogues, everything is just going to be so user-friendly, podcasts on the go. This is a thing that's just got me so fucking excited in the last week because I can actually see it coming. So guys and girls, thank you so much. And can I just say to you what I was talking about here? I love you. I love you. Good night. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next